0: PlushCare Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Controversial subjects with facts can be tense, but we are a sub here to make things make sense. Today, we are talking about love languages. Are they utter BS? Or does understanding your love language and your partners help to strengthen your relationship? But first, we're gonna be talking about burnout and some of the science behind it, as well as some really fascinating
2: new research
1: into rats. Whew, you going? said
2: utter, and I thought you were gonna be like, is, is it, it uttered? turd?" Oh, I was like, what utter? language are you Other? using? Is that what I was trying to say? Yeah, you were like, is it utter? Wait, like, when did I say it? I'm you so just said, out of it. You just said utter, like, not BS, but you were trying to, like... Oh, something.
1: I did say utter BS. Oh, yeah, okay. Is that what I said? Yeah,
2: <laughs> I know. I just couldn't get over the fact that I thought you said a turd. And I was like, his <laughs> love language is a, a turd? turd? And I was just like, <laughs> what do I do with that? Like, that's insane. I've never heard you say that. So how do I just act normal? <laughs>
3: uh, but
2: utter, I've heard you say. U-T-T-E-R. Yeah, and you're you're... Why are you groggy? Are we, are we being honest on oh, pod? Oh, so,
1: I hadn't had an edible in a while and I'm so burnt out from like having way more than I should have.
2: Yeah, because there was the month where, you
1: know, Mitch would hop on here and be, you know. And, there like, was, I, and I made a whole video being like, I took a month off weed. And it ended up being almost two months. Yeah. That's because then we were traveling and stuff. Yeah.
2: That's what I was going to say. You were on your high horse. My hiatus. Your hiatus, high horse. And you would come on here and be like, I just don't. I don't know. I'm just so <laughs> clear. I'm just so... Oh, my God, everything I can see in <laughs> such crystal clear colors because I don't eat weed. And then today, <laughs> everything's gray
1: and confusing and foggy. I just did an amount that I thought would normally be fine, and I, it like brought me to a level that was way too much. And... Like I still had fun, but now I'm like I actually cannot think. When Greg was about to push record, and I was like, "What are we talking about today?" Yeah, and then that's and why we I had was just like, gone over it, and that's why
2: I was like, "And he's gonna say things like a turd, but it was utter."
1: <laughs> um, speaking of turds, Ew,
2: oh, that was what a good segue? No, uh, uh, how are you gonna get back from that? That's insane. I saw a
1: kid dressed as a turd for Halloween. Oh,
2: yeah, that's amazing. That
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we were gonna talk about um the seasons because. Greg really loves
2: Halloween. Apparently, I do love Halloween. I I, this year I just you know accepted that it's my favorite holiday. There's no sort of problematic Thanksgiving colonial Christian with Christmas energy. It's just spooky, spooky. I feel like it's queer.
1: Out of a a religious like tradition though, isn't it? Girl, look
2: it up. Isn't there like the? Well, um, is it what the devil? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just
1: like, it's not no, giving. No, I feel like savior. there's a knight that like, there's a saint that it's like
2: after. Oh, like God's um, sake, the Catholic religion is so pervasive. Anyways, and
1: like, but lots of places don't celebrate it even like Western.
2: But I feel like Ireland is like where it's from. No, um, are you thinking of like the like Guy Fox thing in Europe? In in um. Oh, it's ancient
1: Celtic a pagan religious celebration to welcome the harvest at the end of the summer when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts.
2: Yeah, that's that's so much more, like, that doesn't seem nearly as problematic as a lot of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Easter, you know what I mean? It's all giving Christian, Christian, oh, your Christian mm-hmm. day off. No day off, which I love. It's a sleigh at night. The kids are so cute. You get candy. It's so fun. It's like communal. And yeah, I there's got not as much up.
1: pressure. I, I find there are a lot of pressure around costumes and stuff. But you're right in terms of like Christmas has like very high stakes and a lot of yes. people stress. And, and then
2: you're like you're forced to like get together with your family in ways that people I think get really anxious because it's like there's like pressure on the holidays. Or there's really low pressure and then there's gay parties. It's so oh, fun. Yeah, that's true. There's no gay... I mean, there probably I guess there is. Are probably no. <laughs> we just but it's know. like, you know what I mean? It's like, there's like freaky gay parties. Like the gay Christmas party is like, let's put up the ornaments and like be Christian all of a sudden. Whereas <laughs> the Halloween one's like, let's be slut. Like, let's literally be like a slutty devil with my hole out. Although that's not what it was. I was Wait, problematic Adele, there, aka Jamaican Adele.
1: <laughs> there is a bit of Christian roots. The word Halloween derives from hollow, which in Middle and Old English means saints or holy people. So it's a time to remember the dead, including saints, martyrs, and all of the faithful. Okay, well,
2: slay. I still think like the best part about religion is when you try to remember the dead. Also, (laughs) my mom was slay and would always make my costume. So for me, Halloween is craft. For me, Halloween is art, which I love. So I always make... I mean, again, when I was Jamaican Adele, I didn't really... Do crafts? I guess I did. I made like a. I <laughs> but made even her the idea. Dress. Well, even the even if it's not crafts, the idea of putting together an outfit that yeah, you can't you, it's creative. Like you have to find
1: different pieces, and like it, it wasn't all like here's a package
2: where you get all of Superman's outfit and you're done. Yeah. Also, it's like if you're wondering about problematic Adele is, it's hilarious. She <laughs> like decided to after like two years not posting on her Instagram, <laughs> she posted this photo of her. In London at like Caravana, but so she's dressed with like Jamaican flag (laughs) bikini and her face is like it's almost it's like, like they, the paparazzi how? snuck the photo, but, but it's like she, she posted, posted it. Like it's almost poot level. It's poot. Like. She's she's giving like she just smelled a turd. It's like her face is disgusted. And it's like, I have no idea why she posted it. On top of the fact that she like had bantu braids and like was like, it, like it maybe could did her hair as, in a problematic yeah. way or in fact, she did. Like There were so many reasons why I was like, Adele, what the hell? She took it down and then, you know, it's Adele. She she, she was free after she, that. Got she through was fine. It, she didn't Oh, so get she canceled. did take it down.
1: It's not like still on her Instagram.
2: No, but it's obviously on the internet because everyone was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like She looks, and people got my costume like pretty quickly, even Yeah, without. it's pretty iconic. Well, I was surprised, honestly. Like how many people will be like I
3: doubt. And
1: It's like
2: I'm just kind of wearing a Jamaican, a Jamaican
1: <laughs> bikini. bikini. Um, now we're moving into my fave season, the Christmas holidays. Um, yeah, which, you're so funny. But it's like, is
2: it your fave season? No, I know. I always end
1: up hating it. Uh, no, no, I just uh, no no. I always feel like I don't get enough time to like soak it up because I. I think sometimes around <laughs> now, I'm like, it's way too early to celebrate and or get in the mood and to start like thinking of gifts. But I think I just need to commit. To you that. do need to commit. Because sometimes I do that <laughs> and then I don't start till December 15th. But then I'm just like, we're trying to wrap up work stuff. And I feel like then I'm like, oh, God, it's December 20th. I haven't even thought about Christmas yet. I think <laughs>
2: it might have to relate. I might have to relate a bit to potentially when we get into love languages and like psychology. Like, Probably. I feel like for you, it's like you are in the spirit and you have had an amazing December, but no matter what, when December 25th comes, it, it will never be enough. And
1: it, you're you're always, like for me, it's nostalgizing and, and wanting it to feel the same. As I know. I'm always to. like,
2: yeah, Mitch, you don't believe in I'm Santa like- <laughs> anymore. I'm sorry. Like you can't go back to when you thought I literal like – superhuman man came down the chimney. Like that's obviously But there's something
1: so magical about that. And that is why I still love Zelda
2: because it still maintains its magic Yeah, for me Zelda is Christmas but it keeps on giving. Yeah. Gr- Zelda is the Christmas that keeps on giving. Uh, yeah. Whereas Christmas, no offense. Doesn't keep on giving. It doesn't keep
1: on giving. <laughs> but you know what? I am like, because we were away physically in a warmer climate all last Christmas season like starting from Yeah, November. but
2: in Columbia which was Christmas the boots housed down. Oh, it was honey. amazing. It was amazing. It was like, still amazing. And I just, it was so You know, you grow
1: up, I'm excited. I'm not really excited for the snow but I am excited for like those moments of like yeah. cozy nights with friends and and just like putting up like having wine when we put up the Christmas tree or, or cider or whatever like there's something <laughs> yeah. cute about that I do like <laughs> tradition and it's nice to do special things yeah
2: yeah and you just need to be like that's enough that, that is yeah because like we've had the cutest Christmas celebrations together and like done such cute things I'm like oh this is so nice and then you're like
3: it's not enough you're like no
2: <laughs> it's not that okay we're not going any further into this. we should do an episode on like <laughs> like Christmas spirit or, yeah, like, yeah or like why th- oh we're definitely gonna do this <laughs> yeah, because there's tons of psychology. It's kind of the New Year's stuff, like why it's always a letdown. Like it sucks for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah. yeah, and it is actually like my therapist said that her therapy sessions get so intense around Christmas, and then the yeah. two weeks after Christmas, it's like truly everyone like processing what happened, and it's like what the fuck. Yeah. Is this well, then you're to be? also
1: into the New Year, and there's so much pressure on like yeah. the new you. That I think it's like a really hard time, and then you're going into winter. Where it's like so dark and cold that, like Christmas like holds you off and New Year's because it's kind of exciting. And then you're just like left with this desolate dark world, at least where we live.
2: Yeah. And I also think that like it is we will be moving on to what we're talking about today. But like we definitely have to do an episode about this. It is. There's a lot of pressure. Like when I think about like families getting together for. Any reason outside of Christmas is such like levity, yeah. But then Christmas, it's like gifts, yeah. There's a lot food and and just intermixing. Everyone extended family to be there, yeah. And it's like it just it's alcohol. It's like I feel like we also
1: live in such a like polarized time right now that it's actually scary what people are gonna say when you're together with that many people. You're like, it just takes one person to like say something that's gonna make everyone feel uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, and and. For whatever reason, I've never really had Christmas be, like, a drinking thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, people drink. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, people eat, you eat so much, you drink so much. Christmas Eve, I'm like, I'm not going to be hungover for Christmas <laughs> morning, my friends. But so many people, like, when I was, like, in my 20s, and yeah, I'm older than that. I know I sound so youthful. But when I was in my 20s, people would go home and visit their families and then go out christmas eve there was a tradition to go to the bar in our neighborhood and get tanked with all your like high school friends and i was always like sacrilege like i would <laughs> honestly like i would probably like cry if i did that because to me christmas eve is like like
1: being with your family like and reading the polar and express and like, so and, like yeah, yeah
2: but it was like everyone was like so are you Getting coming <laughs> to like the pub and i was always like you are pagan you're giving halloween <laughs> it's christmas <laughs> okay let's move on to well, we should make an episode
1: about that and we're yeah. gonna move on to our what you learn I this don't week? have my ipad
2: so you have to write it down oh for the idea write it down okay, okay. oh what did we learn this week well, what do you think is
1: more relevant? Mine is about rats. I'll start with that. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween rats. Um, no, this was just a really interesting, cool study um, that kind of blew my mind. And basically the they found out that rats can control things with their minds. Hear me out, Rats are Matilda. <laughs> No, so they're basically, like, studying, like, this idea of, in humans, how we can, like, remember different times and places and which part of the brain does that. And the question is, like, are other animals able to think of, like, to, like, virtually build out worlds in their mind? Like, squirrels when they hide knots? Yeah, or just, like, um, you can think of other... Like, you can use your mind to bring yourself to other places. Um, So they literally trained rats on a spherical treadmill and put them in a 3D virtual world. So there's Whoa. screens all around them. It's giving the YouTube they, Vegas show. Yeah, they like let them run around and they measure their brainwaves so they can see like when they're looking in this room, like what kind of stuff's Whoa. going off when they're interacting with this thing, what's going off. Um, then they wanted to see if the rats could imagine their way through the world. And so they were then like trained in this virtual world to It says, move a virtual cube to a twisty column. And if they Mm -hmm. could do that with their brain, if they could do that, they'd be treated. So they were like taught how to use their mind. Eventually, like they would move around this 3D world without the use of the ball didn't matter anymore. They had to use their mind to navigate it. And they were able to get the mice to like fire their brains in the way where they would get the treat. So they would like move this 3D object with their brain because it was how their brain Whoa. would think about it. And then that would give them the treat, and like that would reinforce oh their ability God. to do that. I thought
2: that was kind of crazy. I feel so bad that after they probably killed them and sliced their brains <laughs> open and studied them, like what we no, do doing. No, they were rats. studying their
1: brains live. They had like electrodes. No, but I'm there. just saying every
2: other yeah. rat lab, it's like, again, <laughs> we still have to make the Pixar movie lab rats. Yes. About them getting genetically modified mm-hmm. and then like becoming like epic and then they become the main character. And then they're, the, bad, <laughs> the bad guys are the bad scientists, done. Yeah. Uh ultimately, this is just
1: like to study memory in humans and learn about it. a lot of it was in the hippocampus and just like, I know it's, how I'm sorry, rats,
2: respect. but it's never about you. It's never, it's about always you. about us Yeah, through you, which is sad or no, it's not. It's both sad and amazing at the same time. Yeah. The things that we need to just put respect on rats names. Mm-hmm.
1: Honestly, honestly. Yeah. That's so true. No true words have been said. Put that on a t-shirt.
2: We need I will. To and I also really like, the it. we have rats in our backyard and I happen to like them. Every time we have friends over and they see the rat, they scream, scream, scream. And I go, gorgeous creature. And I know I'm just <laughs> the one there, but I've learned to live with them. They haven't yet attacked our wires or whatever. And everyone overreacts to mice and rats. I'm like, relax. The it's plague is over. Greg. The plague was a long time ago, my friends. They're just cute mammals. Greg lacks empathy.
1: <laughs> okay, well... Except for things that he wants to be empathetic to. Okay. Let's look at our love languages. Here we this go. This is so, so... Give us your modular listen. Yeah, you're going to have to stick
2: around because apparently we're going to break up live on this <laughs> podcast is is potentially what's going to happen. We should have started with that that teaser. We could, we could add something in before. i be like, just so you know. Stick we around might to the end because we might break up. Um, Let's actually do that. Uh, okay. What I learned this week was... I guess like just me really looking and like over analyzing something that because I think it relates to me when really it was like not a big part of the study I was reading, but it was about burnout, Mm -hmm. which people talk a lot about these days. Mm -hmm. And it is like a newer um, phenomenon in the sense that it's been like named Mm -hmm. in more recent times, but that doesn't mean that it didn't exist before but they do think it has a lot to do with social media and the internet. Like we have an abundance of information, which could lead to burnout. And obviously people think about like their jobs or apparently the pandemic was really bad because part of burnout is not having disconnecting from your work. No, no uncertainty. Uh, Uncertainty leads to burnout, Okay, Um, which is kind of what I was going to like. The uncertainty leads into what I was going to say now, which is that you can have burnout on either ends of the extremes. One end would be, you are like overworked. Maybe your home life is really stressful, and you're not feeling you're having the ability to relax. And you can also get burnout when you're not stimulated enough. Mm. And their example was how school is actually a place for pe- where people, unless you're like they said, if you're a perfectionist, it can be a big issue. But if you're not a perfectionist, school is like a very healthy state because you go like you're essentially your nervous system gets activated in different ways so you have like a relaxing time after exams mm-hmm. where you like absorb information then you have this crazy stressful time yeah. where you use your brain in a different way mm-hmm. and then it ends Yeah, and you get sense. that relaxed right, and yeah. that is like like it's good to push yourself to limits for short periods of time yes, it's like what exercise exactly is. where yeah. I was like I feel like I might be in the burnout of the opposite where right. I'm not having enough stress of or stimulation like, like we moments, don't have a boss yeah. we don't have like
1: yeah and it's true you try to build your life in a way where you avoid those because they, they feel, feel really awful in the moment. About but then think how
2: good it feels after. Yeah. And, it, 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 and that stress
1: system. really can motivate you to yes. learn like a lot of yeah, new things totally. and, and try really hard. yeah Like deadlines help with anything. It's like without it, you're kind of like, oh, I
2: can casually make my way to do this. And then it know. was just learning that burnout is there are two extremes. I feel like Mm. everyone focuses on the overwork, the overwork. Maybe you have the exam feeling all the time, but if you Mm. don't have that exam feeling and you're just coasting, I think people, it's like, people might be like, wait, that's a version of burnout. If I have the same job, it's super easy. I'm just doing it. Maybe I don't have any hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's super interesting. Cause I I, never thought of it like that. And I do feel like it's so real. Like even last night I was like, I'm having to force myself to paint because, and I feel so much better when I do that. But if I don't, then I'm like, I guess I'll watch like a horror movie (laughs) or whatever. Anyways, that's what I learned. Cool. Okay, so now we're gonna get into our breakup session. (laughs) Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Masterclass, which has helped us become more confident in science communication after taking the Masterclass by Neil deGrasse Tyson on scientific thinking and communication. Masterclass makes a meaningful gift this season for you and anyone on your list, because both of you can learn from the best to become your best, from leadership to effective communication to cooking, whether you're watching Masterclass on TV, listening in the audio mode, in the app, or on their site, the quality speaks for itself. There's over 180 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like Ron Finley on gardening, which helped me this fall, get my garden ready for the coming spring. So this holiday season give one annual membership and get the other annual membership of masterclass for free. So give one annual membership and get one for free at masterclass.com sidenote side note right now. You can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com sidenote. Again, that's masterclass.com sidenote. Offer terms apply.
0: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.
1: Study time. study time,
2: study time,
1: study time. again <laughs> here to announce that we might break up in this episode. We don't know yet. Well, about we've been fighting
2: out. a lot just around the premise
1: of doing this research. Because <laughs> you know, as many of you know, I mean, we are very different in a lot of ways. I know I found that research once that was like actually opposites <laughs> don't attract. Like it is true. We are mostly similar when you look at the greater context, but... It's funny that we have. Yeah, like, we're both curious. gay. So if you haven't heard of Love Languages before, just for context, uh, it was, like, introduced in 1992 by an author
2: who had released this really popular okay, book. I think, I, I think we need to start by saying something. Yeah, invented by a man. Red flag. <laughs> Gary Chapman. That's the second I was like, it's like, is Love Languages real? It's like, oh, it's like, it's the 90s and we're talking a man here. So maybe we're going to hold up a red flag. Anyways, continue. <laughs> okay. But the premise around
1: them was that humans, people, we all have a unique love language and that there's basically five of them and we all kind of crave different things. And sometimes we're not really giving our partners what they want um, or what they need. And so... He was a
2: marriage counselor, to be fair. Mm -hmm. He wrote this based off
1: his experience. Yes. But not necessarily
2: based off of like research. And he is Gary Chapman we're talking about, the father of the five love languages, which I think it must have been BuzzFeed because it took off real hard for millennials like 10 years ago or whatever. But I think he, not just
1: BuzzFeed. I think this became like, a, I'm not saying like therapists necessarily pushed it, but I think this has become a very well-known construct. The book sold over 12 million copies. So I think it like wow. just became a phenomenon that then became really pervasive in mainstream culture.
2: He also runs an institute that does research on relationships and communication styles And he, there was this one study I found on him that he was able, like, it was like, I think a hundred couples and he was able to predict with 95% accuracy, like which ones would stay together over 10 years. Hmm. So I'm just trying to give Gary Chapman because I did drag him hard off the top, his dues. But like, still, it's like, I don't know why I'm so, I just, I couldn't believe. I thought it was, I thought it would at least be a woman. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't, like, I just don't
3: know. It was the
1: nineties. Women weren't allowed to do anything until. Yeah, the 90s, like that's really messed up. Like, are you kidding? Um, So the five love languages that he created or not created, but categories that he put them into
2: were acts of service. Okay, so you're starting with that one. Interesting choice. I'm kidding. This was just, that's the letter A. Okay, okay. (laughs) And so that is when you value when your partner goes out of the way to make life easier. Soup when they're sick.
3: Oh
2: um coffee in the morning oh oh you woke up here's your coffee hun mm. or being like I filled up your car with gas for you yeah oh oh guess what I got your dry cleaning <laughs>
3: okay and so, okay
2: oh. I'd also want to say that these are you're supposed to figure out the one that you appreciate the most receiving not the one you like to give
1: yeah the concept is yeah what what is it that you want yes what is your which your I love language
2: actually. When people would talk before, I would sometimes go, this is the one I like to do to others. Oh, I see. But no, like, there's a really strong focus in the research about what it is that you want. Fair. Because yeah. apparently this information is supposed to help your partner, not help you help your partner. Like, Yeah,
1: but you know I, mean? I think the premise behind it is also if you understand your partner's love language, yes. then you can, like... Create a stronger relationship by understanding
2: how to connect with them in case it's different than yours. Yeah, my point is that it's like you're gonna be probably good at the one you wanna receive. Right. Right? Like, so it's like you might be like, oh, I'm so good at this one, but other people might have different ones mm-hmm. and it's yeah. one they wanna receive. Okay, continue
1: next. Next one. is gifts. So, literally, just straight up like gift giving. Like, <laughs> I thought of you, here's some flowers or like buying things when something reminds you of someone you're out traveling and you're like oh my gosh this like my friend would love this like i'm gonna give them a gift
2: yeah and this or like receiving gifts also he made a strong point gary my friend gary <laughs> that is not material like for the it's most not part about, these yeah. are about thoughts so yes. like visual symbols of love so
1: Like just giving someone money is not what it means. It's like like, it shows they thought about you and that
2: they care about you when you're like they're thinking about you when you're not there. Yeah. So this is again something. Is this what you like? Do you like when your partner gives you something? Mm -hmm. Does that that shows that they feel meaningful to you? Um, Next is quality time. Mm -hmm. So this is like, do you want your partner to be spending time? Does it feel like they want to spend? time with you or when they spend time with you. Is that when you feel the most appreciated? Mm -hmm. And they also made points to say that this would be someone who's like date night. Like, Oh Mm -hmm. my God. Like they're like, Hey, come here why don't we go on a date tonight? <laughs> like if, if all of a sudden you're like
1: boing, going, 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 Yeah. Or if you imagine you're like go on a hike with your partner or doing an activity you like with your partner, does that bring you a lot of like warm
2: satisfaction? And then also that it's full presence. So it's mm-hmm. like undivided attention. There's a lot of like, you know, the phone's down, mm-hmm. eye contact is being made. Um, Cause I thought that was a good point. Like you can go on a hike with someone and truly and just like stomp, 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 stomp. Yeah. And then be like, 2K, sick, and then go home. But yeah, it's, it's like, about being together. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Next, words of affirmation. So that's literally just wanting someone to let you know that they appreciate you and to be verbally Compliment. complimenting you and going out of their way to say things and make you feel loved and, and comfortable. Th-
2: what was interesting about this one in a recent study was that it's also if you like, feel love when your partner comments on your Instagram oh, or texts funny. you or is even showing like acknowledgements uh, on social media and public. That is so funny. And I was like, that is so interesting. It's like, I guess that's true. Yeah. It's like you're, and I sometimes like see like, like couples on Instagram, like one of them will like post like a, this is probably like a gay phenomenon. Obviously it's a straight phenomenon too. But like some like gay guy and a couple will post like some thirsty ass photo of him. Like, <laughs> Thong out like, and it's just like, oh my god, I wonder what his <laughs> partner thinks. And then the top comment's like, babe, I love your cheeks or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's actually so cute. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like they're like they're that is maybe the most important comment. Yeah, yeah. whereas well, some, that you care the most. Yeah, about, like, it's the like person your partner. You it is kind of yeah. like, oh, whoa. Whereas in my head, it's like. I think also like love. La- there's one more love
1: language, but they can also apply to friendships too, right? Like you're you all share of this can apply to. Yeah, it's yeah. not just romantic relationships. So like even seeing your friends comment or give you. Although we're about to
2: get to the one that would be more weird for family. Oh, get that's into fair. it. It's physical touch. <laughs> we're not a pro incest pod. <laughs> as I know that you guys think we're such, such dirty little freaks, but um, yeah, this one's about consent. With um, yeah, but partners.
1: obviously like. In, even in your family and friendship like hugging friends. Yeah, you yeah. know like that kind of stuff if that makes you feel close to some people some people are like I want to hug my friends yeah. I want
2: to hold their hand I totally. want to be physically close to them and I do love them. that so it and can be but sex is a part of this for yeah couples. for relationships yeah because yeah. like some people might really need like a really Intimacy. intense sex life whereas other people might give or take like who cares yeah. and this one is the most obviously for whatever reason the study said it was the most psychologically rooted in potential childhood because where you might have felt the most connected to your family when they kissed and touched you and mm. hugged you and stuff
1: so i mean today we're going to talk a little bit about like we're going to we've both done the quiz so there is a quiz you can take it's honestly like five minutes you can find it online if you look up the love language quiz and it's yeah.
2: evaluating isn't it quiz.com. something like or it's like five love language.com i i don't forget what the website is. And you definitely have to answer quickly and instinctively. Because if you think about... Mitch, Mitch just looked at me because he <laughs> says that I talked over him. Girl, go to the earlier parts of this pod and the amount of times I was like, oh, should I say something? Should I say something? <laughs> He's talking over me. I was just going to say, because the questions are so simple that if you wait to think about them, you'll be like, well, obviously I know this one's trying to tell me physical touch. You have to do it, from what I read, be really quick about it. Okay. Did you not?
1: Well, I think deeply. So I I wasn't trying to guess what it was trying to do. Oh, okay. okay. I was actually just thinking like, which one actually would feel more meaningful? Because sometimes they're similar. I like both of them. So I'm just like, which one would I actually be sadder without?
2: Yeah, okay, okay. That's that's fair. I'm saying like, so the first question, for example, is I receive a loving note, text, or email for no special reason from my loved one or my partner and I hug.
1: And the question is, which of those is
2: more, more meaningful? meaningful? My point is, like, if you, if you do it slowly, you could be like, well, that's obviously physical touch, and that one's yeah. obviously words of affirmation. And so it's just like, I mean, yeah. you can scam any survey. Yeah. Like,
1: if you want to know the real answer, you should think about what they make you feel. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so let's just do one for you. It's more meaningful. Okay, wait, pause, to Pause mean because oh. when
1: you cut me off, I was talking about something oh, else. Oh my god! Okay, the, so I thought
2: we yeah. were gonna break up because of our love <laughs> languages. We're now we're gonna break up because of no, I our- was. I'm not. Gonna, I quit.
1: I I'm kidding. <laughs> forget what I was gonna say now.
2: It was about the quiz. It was about, you were like, the quiz, you can go online, it's super quick, and it will tell you your love language. I'm so sorry.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, like, what we're going to do today is, like, talk about this, talk about how legit it is, if there's science behind it, outside Mm -hmm. of the fact that you can just be told. You get told, like, what your love language is at the end. Yeah. And now they've updated it so it does give you, like, different percentages of of which ones you are, which has always been considered a problem that, like, not everyone is, like, only communicating in one love language. Like, you could, like, all of these in different contexts. So um, now you kind of get, like,
2: your top percentage is this love language. And then it gives you all your other ones. Okay. So question one, we're going to do only one question. Is it more meaningful to me when... I receive a loving note text email for no special reason from my loved one or my partner, and I hug. And what would you say? Uh, I said no. I said hug. Because I was like, girl, if you left me a note, I would be like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, but we text like all day, every day. Uh, it, excuse me, your text is, <laughs> did you feed the dog? Did you pick up a shit? Oh Whereas this is about a like, really loving note. Like if you text me a loving note, it would be so warm and fuzzy. I don't get those every day. <laughs> okay. And so yours is partner and I hug. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So do we want to say our results or do we want to talk more about the psychology? Okay. Well, why don't we first say
1: our results and then we can wow. talk about... Okay, wait. Actually, before these results, I kind of want to talk about some of the limitations bef- and then we'll actually go into like the research after we give our results. Okay. Okay. So like I said, um, it only gives you one. Other limitation is like, For a long time, this was not actually studied. Like, he came up with this idea in his own practice, but never did any research. And the big question is, like, does it... Even if if people have love languages, the bigger question is, does it actually impact relationships? Yeah, Like, are relationships
2: better off when people know each other's love languages or know their own? So we'll talk about that research after, because there has been a lot of research since then. Mm -hmm. Also, the other thing about his is that... It's extremely antiquated and sexist. So mm. there were like, when it came to like quality or no, what is it? Like um, when you do things for other people,
1: acts of service, it? acts
2: of service, it would be like the man does the dishes. Oh. once. <laughs> like there were like in his actual book. Yeah. It was sort of like men were designed to bring home the paycheck. Like right. there was an uneven understanding mm. of them. And so later we'll get Just into a role, new so. seven. Um, love languages concepts that are less sexist that a woman made. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, because I, it, was, it was true. It was like act, like a man's act of service would be like doing the dishes once a week or whatever. And then, and then they're like, like that's actually fucked and up. And it's like, <laughs> no, you both ate the we meal. We shouldn't so be like, wow, he d- knows my love yeah. language. He did Which, dishes one yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> the woman's like,
3: oh my God.
1: Uh, okay. Okay. So, do you want to, like, I'm so curious if people could guess our love languages. Should we guess each other's top love language and then?
2: I have, okay, so I, this is why we're breaking up because I'm like, I have no idea. What mine I know is? yours won't be gifts because that's the one thing we both struggle with. And if it yeah. is gifts, then slit my throat and I'm done.
3: <laughs> um, I think,
1: honestly, looking at mine, I think they're going to be the same.
2: I think. Like the order no, of No. No. That's my guess. No. I, I <laughs> think that they're gonna be different because they can't be the same because there's no way that we're doing a good job <laughs> helping each other. Wait, what do you mean? I just well, because there's been tension every time it's brought up. I feel like if I knew your love language, I would know what to do, and I feel like I don't know what to do with, with you. <laughs> I think your number one is quality time. Oh it is. Oh my god, really? <laughs> yeah, you don't think that yours is also quality? No, mine's time? not. Like quality time's my third lowest. Oh. It's actually really low. <laughs> oh no yeah i
3: don't know yours okay so what do
2: you think mine is well i
1: i would have guessed quality time wow um oh my god you're watching the relationship fall apart <laughs> wow.
3: in real time
2: so you no. don't know my love language oh <laughs> er, how long have we been together okay well is it words of
1: affirmation yeah okay okay
2: <laughs> whoa <laughs> So we did guess each other's. Yeah, but I would have guessed quality time for you. Okay, so mine is words of affirmation, 40%. Physical touch, 27%. No way. I know. I actually am like, we really need to change our relationship. (laughs) Well, we'll talk about the studies later. Um, Quality time, 20%. Acts of service, 7%. Receiving gifts, 7%. Okay. Your turn. So you got it correct. Quality time, 30%. So mine
1: percentages are lower, so maybe I'm a little more.
3: Balanced. I'm <laughs> <Okay. laughs> kidding. kidding, kidding.
1: Um, number two is words of affirmation. Okay. Three acts of service at 20%. Wow. Physical touch was only 17% wow. for me, which I was kind of surprised about. Yeah. And then uh, receiving gifts, 7%. Wow. So, like, okay, I think we're both on the same page. Like, we're not oh, gift givers and we're, we don't We care don't about care about gifts. gifts.
2: Actually, it's like, Yeah, give me a gift, but it's for you, babe. Like, whenever someone (laughs) gives me a gift, I'm like, yeah, I hope that, I know that you're like, I know that your language is giving gifts. I hope you got a lot out of this. Um... Uh. I thought physical touch would be higher for me. It's so high for me, Mitch. Interesting. We need to touch more. <laughs> no, we really do. Both of oh, mine.
1: You know what, though? Something in, in the questions that changed the results of physical touch for me, which might be part this of This is bias, what I'm saying. Be instinctual. This guy was overthinking it. Continue. No, I wasn't. But they all say my partner physically holds my hand in public. I is know, what it said. I know. So that I like. me. Okay, but I'm saying I would choose that if it didn't say in public because I'm well, a nervous person. I've, I've grown up scared of homophobia and all these things, so I have an aversion we live, to...
2: If you're straight in Toronto, that's when you're discriminated, okay? I, <laughs> no, hear
1: me out. Fine. Just because it's true or not doesn't mean that I may not have a fear around it. So I wasn't
2: choosing any of those physical touch ones that said in public. But you can still do it in the movie theater. No one's looking... I think that it matters. I think part of physical touch is being like, this is me. We're here. We're queer. Now give us a light here. <laughs> I'm a scared But person. I could not get over mine. I, didn't, I I thought mine was quality time. Whenever people go, what's your love language? I'm like, quality time. And then like, so end the conversation. Of it's words of affirmation, 40%. And I was like, that 40, is true. It's huge. And I will say, when people say something nice about me, I'm like, unzip your pants. Like you want me to blow you? Like I'm just like, it's so crazy. Like I now that I know now that I know this, I'm like, whoa. Cause I would uh, never have said it because I'm not good at taking words of like I'm not mm. someone who goes like grabs them by the shoulder and looks them in the eye and goes, thank you for your compliment. Well
1: they say words of affirmation is the hardest one to receive because people have a hard time like processing it. Yeah, like, and I in, think um I was reading like I don't know if it was part of research or just like something I was reading. Um, therapists will even say in therapy sessions, people immediately squirm away when the therapist compliments them and they want to talk about the things that are wrong. And it's really difficult for people to face the things yeah. that are good. Well, that's what
2: I mean. I don't get... I'm so uncomfortable with compliments. So I'm, I think that's why I'm like, this is so important for me to understand. Like, you need it's it, like, you want Because now I need to just tell people that because it's like, yeah, I want it so bad. And then well, phys- physical also- touch too. Like I need physical touch and I think I thought I didn't, but I do.
3: And that's you really need...
2: Too. Quality time is your number one. Yeah. Well that we, is so funny because I thought that was mine and like you'd never want quality time. <laughs> we are so bad. Like, how did I not know that? Well, again, we're gonna talk about how legit these are. Anyway, Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> let's get into that. Okay, let's get into that. Because there's pros it and there's mean cons.
1: We're bad. We've been together 17 years,
3: first yes. of all.
2: <laughs> but there was a 2022 study on a hundred heterosexual couples and they heterosexual yeah i know i don't know why i said like that and when they talked about love languages and understood each other's not that they had the same ones but when they understood each other's and
1: can you restart sorry i kind of spaced out because you know i'm burnt out right now starting out with the study you said it was from when or what were you saying 2022 Okay, because I got one from 2023 as well. And I didn't know if we were going to share the same study. That's why I got. Oh, my God.
2: Now it's like, a nice competition.
1: No, no. Now mine's just, old. No, it's just like if, if we got the same study, then I want to like share delivering the info because okay, I yeah, have no, nothing else to it's say. It's different.
2: Okay. 100 hetero couples. survey. Mine's 83. <laughs> Survey-based. Mm, okay, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so essentially they were talking about through the survey, they were trying to figure out if the people understood the other person's love language and if they acted on knowing the other person's love language. Okay. So it wasn't about having the same love language right. or whatever. It was about whether they essentially could like have empathy for the other person by understanding their love language, even when it was different from theirs. Yeah. And like they based it on other research that did find that there was a boost to relationship and personal well-being and satisfaction when they were aware of the other person's and acted on it. And this study found the same thing that when they were able to understand there, they would actually have quote unquote better relationships again, just through surveys. Mm-hmm. But then one aspect of this study was with 89 of the participants, they got them to complete the love language questionnaire and then they like made them listen to people like imaginary scripts going over different scenarios. And when it was the love language that they preferred. Like they for had, themselves. Yeah, they increased skin conductance, heart rate, and pulse rate. So mm. they actually had a change physiologically when people were talking. like They were more aroused mm. when people were talking about the one that they cared about. That's Yeah, that makes sense. So these like, are pro studies because there are some con studies. But it's like, it's not a bad thing to understand and do this quiz mm. and talk to your, couple, your relationship and your couple about it because the couples who did had in this small study a better relationship oh cool
1: yeah and i think like even when a construct like this is not necessarily the truth like and we've talked about personality tests or we were saying we might do an episode on that it's like sometimes just being able to bounce your thoughts around that can yeah. teach you a lot about yourself right so yeah just even if like love languages aren't written in stone it's like when you think about it it actually at least makes you self-reflect. As long as you're about, not
2: being like, oh no, I'm this. So that's all I yeah, care about. It's exactly. like, I do like yeah. gifts. And I people <laughs>
1: often say like personality tests can pigeonhole
2: what you yeah. think your potential is. Yeah. When you could be something. Yeah. Like when different. you go, oh, I actually can't do that. Yeah. Cause I, and so I'm sure, g- gift giving, like we are so bad at giving gifts. Cause I think we've gone, oh, our love language isn't gift giving. It's mm. like, no, if I didn't know that, I might be like, oh, I really should put more effort into gift giving because it's blah, yeah, blah, and blah. Yeah, you can improve anything. Yeah. Right? Like, if yeah. you
1: if you feel like it's something you want to get better at, then you can put energy. Into I think that. just,
2: like, the pigeonholing of personality tests and this could be bad. If you just go, that's yeah. who I am and that's the way it and is. And I can't change. And yeah, because I, I mean, did a 25-question survey. I'm not
1: saying anyone, some people maybe can't change, but, like, yeah, a survey is not going to tell you more about you than you can figure out just by like thinking about yourself. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, do your 2023 study. Mr. Okay. Current. Came out October, 2023. But okay. It actually so is, it's
1: fresh. It's pretty similar to your premise in terms of they Certain were looking at like whether the love language claim is accurate and knowing your partner's love language, like whether or not that's useful to a relationship, which is kind of what you said. Right? Yeah. Like that's what they were investigating. Yeah. Not just like whether or not love languages are real, but if knowing them impacts your ability to improve exactly. Your relationship. This one so it sounds like the exact same. Um, let me see. So I mean same it was really similar. I'm like I'm trying to see if there's any different results. You don't care if there's eighty-three couples. They weren't all hetero. like you know, really? This, case, this but, one was all hetero and majority. majority yeah. Hetero majority. and monog. Um, and in this one they d- they took the survey, but they also had like all the supplementary stuff that they would make them do. Um, including asking them questions, taking those same questions and then asking them to put it from the perspective of how they behave towards their partner.
2: Oh I see what Not saying? what do you so want But what do you think? Yeah
1: so for? like when we looked At that one question That was like Would you rather a hug Or another message They'd say Now what do you think Your partner would want In this situation So like they're actively Thinking about their Partner's love languages
2: Because they're trying to
1: track Do
2: you understand Your partner's okay, love so language Okay so yours is Quality time I have to remember that So I need to get off my phone Okay fair <laughs> yeah. But I do feel like That's we, This is gonna help This is gonna help Our relationship so It will help Here are my results Hopefully
1: they're somewhat More like adding to yours first people overestimated what their partners desired. So like a lot of people like were not (laughs) like really like, I don't know how that means. Um, The more somebody preferred a specific language, the more people thought their partners preferred the same one. Yeah. yeah. So like even the way I thought you wanted quality time, obviously that's mine. So I like see it more in you. Probably the moments when you want quality time, I'm like, see, he loves quality time. Yeah. So like that happened. but people were generally accurate about their partner's preferences. So we
2: were accurate about each other, but for whatever reason, we had to think about it, and it wasn't our instinct. And it was just like... Still, I would say our top two, we kind of knew. No, we knew each other's top. We just, yeah. we just said... But
1: I... No, I didn't know your top. Only in, you guessed mine, and because you said it wasn't yours, that helped me Oh, you would have said guessed quality, guessed quality time.
2: Because I, yeah. I, I, I thought it was until
1: I did the study. <laughs> um, okay. Here's the thing. People who did acts of service did understand what their partners wanted, but were the most likely to associate their partner with wanting that. And if you, oh, sorry, I didn't mean yeah, to. Yeah. That, that sentence. didn't make sense. Okay. Sorry. I actually meant to talk about words of affirmation. Okay. So almost every other Which category, is the one I want. almost every other category, okay. if you prefer gifts, yeah, you were yeah. able to see that your part, you would, you would see, Oh, my partner gives me a lot of gifts. Like you would see them doing that in yeah, every other Yeah, because you'd category. be like, it's Christmas, I gotta go. Yeah, or like people who prefer gifts see their partner as giving them lots of gifts. That's okay. like a very nice thing. Oh, but um, I'm people, the one where I... People s- who do a- want acts of service see that their partners are doing acts of service. But people who prefer words of That's affirmation... Mean. Don't see it. You perceive your partner as being less affirming.
2: Yeah, you don't affirm me. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> and neither does my family, and neither do my friends. So that was the one deviation. Wait, I have the one shitty one? It's not shitty, it's uh, just. Girl, there's another word for what your research has. it says it's a shitty so, one.
1: Uh, so part of the discussion around why this might be in there, like there should be more research into this because like some things could like, be chicken or the egg. people who
2: have this are psychopaths. I'm like, <laughs> no, what? They
1: were saying like, their hypotheses, obviously, and this is not studied, is like gift giving is very transactional and easy to understand. Um, quality time is a little more easy to like organize quality time. But going back to that therapy, Thing. it's like words of affirmation are, are kind of a lot harder and kind of awkward right? yeah like, i just
2: want you to tell me all the time how amazing i am like all <laughs> the time like mm, you yeah.
1: are amazing you are see, that feels am- good yeah, you i'm are getting person. hard <laughs>
2: no i love you i think you're an amazing human being <laughs> yeah i know i can count on my hands like the times that you've said that and, like, i can picture when it was said oh my god now i'm turning red see you're re- deflecting i it. know but that's fine that's part of it <laughs>
1: You gotta be able to take it. So you actually I am taking it. it. So maybe it's harder to take it. And that's why you feel like it happens less in the way that this is saying people who, need and to I have like a
2: psychotic disease that my therapist is always like, I'm really good at making it so that people don't say nice things to me. Cause I'm really good at making sure everyone thinks that I'm so fine. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, and the type of person people do, including my family, yeah, mom and not. if you're listening to that. <laughs> like they don't want to compliment me because I think that they think that I'm like gonna get like conceited because I do have like the best life ever. So it <laughs> sounds like you deflect compliments. I deflect and you, compliments, but that that's what I want
1: the most. Okay, so then maybe you gotta think about like letting them land. I am it says I'm just literally predicting your partner's love language is associated with greater relationship yeah. satisfaction, yeah. except if words of affirmation Fuck. is equality. So there's something about words of affirmation. And you should think about that. And I should think about that because that's still number two for me. Yeah. About like not feeling Why like your partner gives it to you and one. anyone listening or watching, like Even
2: Ernie, my dog, is like, I pet you so much. <laughs> he
1: can't speak. I
2: know, but it's like you actually need to sort of pet me back a little bit. You know what I mean? Now I'm mad at my dog. <laughs> I man, think about
1: whatever. that sometimes with Ernie. I'm like, I give you
2: so much best massages
1: every day. Ernie,
2: <laughs> we give you so much. And sometimes I think, what are you giving me? Yes, you sometimes when I'm sad will come, but sometimes you won't. And you know what? Wow. I'm looking at him right now and it's like, I feel really bad that we're like talking about him. He doesn't know, but he knows. He doesn't know. Okay. Last Cons. last thing. <laughs> so weirdly what this study found overall was
1: understanding your partner's language, like Quality me time. understanding yours is actually in the relationship gonna give me more satisfaction and not you which is very weird you think like me understanding you would bring you satisfaction what they realized is like actually understanding your partners brings you satisfaction that makes sense because you get to be like slay i did it and you feel like you understand them probably on a deeper level but it's not it's not bringing more satisfaction
2: to your quality time so i have to play zelda with you (laughs) okay yeah i'm getting hard. okay uh, so the cons of this all okay what are the cons it's literally like lol love is nuanced was one of the <laughs> like discussions of the paper said. it's like that's so like, like that to is break it so down true. so it doesn't capture simply. everyone some people have felt alienated because like mm. maybe like they're like am I a psychopath because I don't like any of these mm-hmm. and it's like you're not and a lot and sure of people no uh, what
1: like in different times of your life you might want different things
2: yes and but also a lot of people really forget that it's not about like that doing this, they start to go, let's use me as an example. I love affirmation. I love affirmation. And then they start knowing that. So then they start affirming their partner. And then realizing that, like, their partner's like, I don't actually care about that. But you're like, but I'm affirming you. And it's like, no, that's what you want. And so people sometimes forget how this functions. Uh And they become obsessed with what theirs is. And they forget the whole idea of this is to know what the people around you are. So you can can change your actions. Which I was like, that is so funny. Because I think everyone probably did this quiz and BuzzFeeded it up and got so hyper-focused on their own Mm -hmm. and forgot that that actually isn't going to psychologically help a situation.
1: Yeah, I guess like Except unless you're telling people what you And maybe it could help you understand if people have like natural proclivities to act certain ways, maybe it would help you find a partner if you're looking that like naturally fulfills those desires. You know what I mean? Not that that's necessarily a good thing. I don't know. But that was
2: another issue. Like they were talking about a hinge study... So, also, there was a funny hinge study that found men, the highest likelihood was that it was physical touch, and women, the highest likelihood was that it was words of affirmation. Hmm. They were saying South Asian. So, they're calling us women. Uh, Yeah, we're gay. We're (laughs) half women or whatever. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, South Asian cultures, when it came to words of affirmation, it was less about being told them and more about finding out that your partner said something like, about you uh, to somebody else. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's and cool. that they like, and then another one was that public distri- d- public displays of affection are extremely Western. So there'll be mm. like, there's issues with that. Okay. There you go, Mr.
1: Whitey. Okay, that's yeah. why I have trouble with I public know. displays of affection. I'm white as a, I'm <laughs> cooked
2: chicken. Yeah, but you were yelling at me. And, I know. And then <laughs> also, what were you? Oh, the hinge stuff. They were saying that like, it can create issues because I think it's a hinge Oh, like, like a category? Category. So uh, sometimes people Like matches will, you with people or are you... Yeah, people will people? assume they want the same mm. and then they were saying the con yeah. is that actually you maybe don't want the same because it's all about ad- adaptation and not sure. relying and not becoming um, codependent and stuff like that. Yeah. And then this is a woman researcher who was very, like, I guess, disturbed, obviously, by the, like, Chapman's sexist In sexism, book, yeah. That, like, you know, they've... That husbands have, like done something if they like wash the dishes and so her seven love languages are this activity when a partner takes interest in activity or makes an effort to enjoy their hobbies so it's like your love language is your partner being like i know that you love to paint like, or i know together, that you love or to hike let's go on a hike okay, so, okay interesting That's cute. these ones are all these ones are all very related to yeah. the ones we already talked about appreciation similar to like compliments mm-hmm. and when I, words of affirmation, feeling loved, emotional, feel as though they connect at the toughest times. So like, it's just sort of like when things are bad, feeling like your partner is like connecting with mm-hmm. you financial. So this is like the part that's like supposed to help because they are like, even in relationships now, a lot of women are making more money than the men. So does it matter to you if your partner is generous with their money towards you? Mm. So, there might be a lot of men out there who are like, I actually am so attracted to my like, CEO <laughs> girlfriend who's paying for my dinners and who's like valuing me financially. That is turning me on and that is like a love language. And I was like, that is like interesting to include it.
1: Yeah, because off, especially in like hetero relationships, like that that can be a hang up for a lot of people. If, yeah. they're not, if they're not making the most money
2: yeah. And, expect it and it's like talk about it rather than in the Chapman book, which is the assumption that the man's making the yeah, money and then yeah. there's all this sexist jargon. It's like, no, if fi- if you have a financial love language and you actually appreciate getting money spent on you, whether you're a guy, a girl, or anything in between, my NB, my NB money <laughs> hungry <laughs> people out there, that's a really important thing to know. Like yeah. I like would if I knew someone liked having money spent on them, I'd be like, let's go to dinner, I'll pay. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know Daddy. what I mean? It, it makes it, it makes it so much less like, well, who's paying? Mm-hmm. If you know, that's what, like, but then if they're like, I actually don't give a shit, like I'm not, and then you're like me neither, then you just split it halfway and there's mm-hmm. no, it's like, what do you actually want? There's what society says, what do you actually want? I thought that was a good one. Then intellectual, and I was like, this is so weird. It's not on the five. Mm-hmm. The f- Like, you the feel TV. loved when you feel like your intelligence is valued, when you have engaging conversations, thoughtful discussions. And I was like, oh, why like is that, that not one? Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, that is like... <laughs> to me, that's part of quality time.
3: But, but it's like how I imagine But that it, is yeah. so
2: yeah, like... it is separate. Yeah, you can have quality time and not have a deep discussion. Yeah, totally. I, tr- I remember, like, was a hat like a pre-drink recently, and like someone just like went like you know when you can just tell someone's willing to go deep and i literally was like tunnel visioned in on them i was like i love you (laughs) yeah like or it's just like i hate like like shallow combos well i don't hate shallow combos because they're really important for like specific scenarios and can be really fun Mm -hmm. like if you're baristaing it up but if i'm at like a pre-drink and we're with the gays it's fun to do the pop culture and like whatever thing but at a certain point when it starts to shift to more i get really like I wouldn't, I don't need to go out. Like I get really yeah, like, like I want to do fun this. to talk about something. I notice that there's a trigger in my head that like, and I can tell other people are like, oh God, can we go back <laughs> to talking about Kim Petras and then go out? Which I also respect, but there's something that's almost like, if in those moments, the whole night shifted and it became just about that, I would be happy. And I know other people wouldn't. So I'm like, I think I have the intellectual one. Physical, feeling adored and valid through physical touch. Practical, when their partners chip in, do chores, offer to help hmm i would like that
1: one too well that
2: kind of reminds me <laughs> of the isn't that acts of service i guess yeah to but me financial seems... and intellectual felt like the two additions in this seven. yeah but they could be considered part of
1: other ones i think mm, okay like gift giving could be considered financial, financial. It's, but it's nice to parse them out yeah. because to me acts of service could include like chores but it feels like that is such a very specific part of relationships even when we when you live with roommates and stuff it's like chores are such like who's doing the dishes yeah who's
2: cleaning the kitchen like
1: those things matter and like can cause a lot of stress amongst groups of people
2: yeah this seven is good Mm. because financial is really interesting because people are like it's like you need to talk about that if you're in a couple Mm -hmm. you need to understand how is this money affecting them? Is this your love language or is this just a practicality? If I it's your love language, we need to f- parse that out. We, if we ever end ASAP science,
1: I think like something we have never had to deal with because we've run a business together for the same time and make the exact same amount of money. We've never had to deal with like if one person makes more or less. Like maybe in but the no, first but beginning, at the beginning of our, beginning, our system. We did it. Yeah, but we were so young. Like but even the first few years, We didn't like, have money then. Yeah.
2: But you're right. Like, I feel like I became a teacher, so I made a like whatever, $45,000 a year and then you became whatever and made 45000 Like I feel like we made the same amount when we started our careers.
1: Yeah, right? it was even enough. And, yeah. Or I just mean like eventually once we ran our own business, we like pay ourselves the same salary and all that. But, but I do a lot kinda, of people have to manage oh, like, I kinda like not that. only if different people have different incomes, but then if one person, who's going to be the person who gets the time off when you have a kid or all these kinds yeah. of things. Like people, of course it's ideal if we both can, but some people have to make those decisions. But it
2: would be so like hot to like pay for you and it matters <laughs> because <laughs> now it's like it's, it's like so i get it and it's although, like it doesn't matter i do feel like so yeah. many couples like kind of just it can build tension yeah yeah no actually you're right it totally and it would like, be
1: challenging like if you're making more than double your partner of course you're probably the one who's like i want to supply more because you love each other but there is that fear of maybe like but is this fair
3: like yeah. obviously yeah. if you love
1: someone and you picture with them forever there's a point where you go like my money is your money Yeah, like this is just the circumstance of life and we're pooling our money together in whatever way but in the early days it, I don't know I could see that yeah. being a challenge if you're like I make so much totally. more or so much less how do we like do this in a way that feels fair and balanced and yeah. not doesn't bring stress into this like or resentment around yeah. like Oh my gosh, we want to buy a house together, but you can afford something so much more than I can. Yeah. So are you willing to pay more than me or do we need to Whoa, go do we yeah, need to use my really, budget to really decide and get a smaller house yeah, or a smaller true. rent or whatever?
2: Okay, wow. Well, they need to include finances <laughs> for sure in this.
1: But yeah, no, I'm like glad in some ways we haven't gone through that, but that would probably also
2: grow you so much emotionally in your relationship because you and have to get like through that. for the chores and stuff like obviously if you were paying way more of the bills i probably would be like i'll happily clean the house Maybe. whereas now i'm like i ain't cleaning the house not like you did like it's so <laughs> like there's like there's such an even playing field that we're just like constantly, everything has to like, be clocking. even <laughs> yeah everything feels so even that it has to stay even uh, i also like can live in such mess yeah <laughs> like I just can. And I'm just like a gay guy like with as none a of the gay attributes. As a
1: 35 year old gay, I've finally come to realize and learned like what I did when I had an edible last night was literally organize our cellar room. And I was like, this is what I want to do with my time. That's amazing. No, I know I actually did feel good about it, but then I was just like, it's kind of so, I was like, i i don't want to get high to do anything else i want to get high and like clean and go through my house room by room and f- sort it
2: out okay well <laughs> i think i have more of an issue because what i wanted to do was get high and 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 paint which is great yeah. but then also grind the wall what do you mean like grind put the on wall? like a really sexy bad oh, bunny song and like <laughs> actually put my hands on the wall and like gr- <laughs> like grind and practice like Literally how my oh. ass moves <laughs> I dan- Dance Like I want I, I Have insane. been doing the same thing Since I was a kid Which is just On my spare time I just want to dance
1: You How do you You need to like Find a way to like Bring that into your life Like why don't you dance? Take dance classes or
2: is that, like, is that, like, tainted if you're, like, taking it too seriously? I don't know. I actually, Like, how could you incorporate dance in your life that would well, be, Well, like I, I always, like, you know, get mad at my parents, as we all do, but I think maybe I do it more than others, where I'm, like, I clearly didn't want to do piano. Why the hell did you not put me in dance? <laughs> like, every time I sat in front of a piano, I was, like, I can't think of anything I would want to do less, but there was such a weird, like, you do piano thing, and it's, like, imagine that was dance. I'd be behind Madonna right now, like, on tour. <laughs> Um, but there's also something about like, I have taken dance classes. No, I actually loved them. They're so fun, but it's, 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 it's really opening when you're like, oh my God, it's so like, hard, yeah. but I actually really enjoy it. No, I love a challenge. No, I, I'm need, surprised to take, you I don't, need to take, like, I need to take dance considering classes. Considering
1: you're good at like making yourself paint and doing art, I'm surprised you haven't put yourself more, if you, if you love dance so much, but I will say like, just because you love dance doesn't mean you want it in a structured environment. Yeah, totally. Right? Like it could just be and like are you, feeling you, the moment and I moving weirdly your body. Like,
2: f- I weirdly can satisfy it a lot because by going out. It's Your why- relation, your love language is dance. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, Add that to the setup. Well, no, I have physical touch on it. But yeah, if the physical touch involves grinding, oh my God. We've had many therapy sessions where the therapist is like, Mitch, you have to grind, Greg. <laughs> and I do. I'm so into grinding. I'm also really good at grinding. It was like my first sexual experiences were grinding in high school with girls. It's like, this was hot. I can always get aroused if it involves like a good song, like Usher playing. Mm-hmm. And a waste winding <laughs> on me, we're good. Note taken. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, wow. hopefully
1: I, we survived. Yeah, we're I still alive. There were some moments of tension. Yeah. But I mean, hey, here around for seventeen years, there's gonna be some tension, you know? That's for sure. And I think, um,
2: no, I don't have any sage advice. No, me neither. But do the test. This was fun. Yeah,
1: it's definitely interesting. And I think this will be, like now that we've thought about it more, I'm sure our next therapy session will reference yeah, this. Is. And it's like a nice starting place to be able to have conversations from. But uh, thanks for listening.
2: Absolute slice. See you soon. I
1: hope uh, you know your love language now and can talk to your partner about it. Peace. Bye.